You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. All right. It's Monday night in Akron, Ohio. Let's babble the fuck on. Wait, I can't use that. Sure you can. Why not? (laughs) Go for it. I love it. Let's do this. And now, your five-day forecast. But we're not talking about the weather. This is Pop Culture Forecast with your old podcast pal Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. Can we just skip to Invincible, please? I like that robot. What's happening on Tuesday? Tuesday. Oh, I like that. Tuesday. Tuesday. I am not recommending Supergirl. Thank God. Have you caught up? Nope. Let me just tell you this. She's still not back. And then the next one is a two-parter where they go back in time. I don't even think she's going to be in these two episodes. Jesus Christ. It's definitely a long pregnancy break. It's all starting to make sense now. I thought she was just gone for a couple episodes. That's what I thought. And um, I thought we weren't talking about Supergirl tonight. No, it's not going to be recommended, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I guess I guess this week's episode is like an homage to Back to the Future, where Brainy and Dreamer go back to the 90s and have to, I don't know. I mean, she might be in it. They might cut back and forth, but she may not. But she's still not back from the Phantom Zone, and it, and this one is a two-parter, so it's going to be a while before she's back. I'm still going to watch this show, but I can't in good conscience recommend it to people. No. They just did a back to the nineties episode on the flash too. So it's like, are they doing it one on every, every show this year? They have, they they have a formula they have to hit. That's exactly what I thought. Is someone walking down the halls? They're like knocking on doors, just putting their head in. Hey, nineties episode. Cool. All right. All right. Flash nineties episode. Okay, cool. Supergirl nineties episode. Hey, Superman and Lois night. No, (laughs) (laughs) we have standards. (laughs) <laughs> that's fucking hilarious i just like that they open the door get out of here <laughs> it's literally it's Sir, gonna be a this time door is locked <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> you're not allowed in here i'm, I'm curious the door and there's no one in there they're like we meet off site <laughs> yeah we meet at the coffee bean around the corner you've never been there i'm curious if they're gonna have a uh an arbitrary sing-along episode this year too a musical number they've been doing that every now and again yeah so I read somewhere something I didn't know. I knew the show was ending. I just assumed they weren't choosing to end it. But apparently, I think she chose to leave yeah. once she found out she was having a baby. I didn't know that. I knew she was leaving, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was just because the kid. That's I read somewhere. Who knows if it's legit? But it, it sounds like she just wanted to spend time with the baby and figured it's been six years. I'm done. I mean, she's got to be a millionaire by now, right? <laughs> well, I wonder how much of that, too. It's like, I'm going to show that... Uh, I'm the star of that they never focus on me, so. <laughs> but I mean, it's perfect time to exit. I mean, like, it should be Supergirl now. and Friends. It at this point, yeah. Well, it should just be called Super Friends. So I was thinking that I was gonna say that I was gonna say Super Girlfriends. I'm like, that's something else. Super Super Girlfriends is a movie that I have in a different DVD case that says Tax Returns 1997. <laughs> I saw, I saw that spit take. I saw you spit that drink. It almost happened. 
Uh, so what do you got for Tuesday? <laughs> I got a better recommendation than Super Friends or Super Girlfriends. Uh, it's pretty good. It's good. <laughs> Tuesday is the birthday of an actress named Jenna Coleman. Familiar yeah. with her work? I've seen one or two things she's been in. Also known as Clara from Doctor Who. Very what? A total screaming genie that sounds modest and a tiny bit sexy. Uh, Oswald for the win. Oswald. You can call me Clara. Because this is a dangerous mission and you look like a school teacher. Get down. I am a school teacher. You asked for homework. Amateur. See what you did there. Where the hell have you been? Oh. Look at me. Was that for coffee? Three weeks ago. In Glasgow. I thought it would spoil an otherwise enjoyable walk. Ego, maniac, needy game player. That was me. Never mind that. Yes, I am minding that. Well, dead and decapitated, but that's Christmas when you're a turkey. <laughs> Seriously? I was being funny. Why? I just do that. Oh, that was good. That was good. So, I'm going to hand the reins over to you. I hope I don't regret this. But I'm going to let you make Tuesday's pick this week. Your favorite Doctor Who episode featuring Clara. Wait, I have the reins now? You have the reins. Welcome to Beasley and the Bees. Just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, I, I, I guess I walked into that one. Yeah, exactly. No, I actually, I thought really long and hard about this. And I'm like, what? what's one of the coolest episodes? That's where I went. Because she's got some definite emotional ones, right? Like, if I want to go with like the death of Clara, which I don't know that. I don't remember that <laughs> title. That one hurts to watch. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. she's great in that. Her acting ability is she great is. in that. There's other ones where she goes and has fun adventures. But I think one of the coolest episodes of Doctor Who that has Clara as a big feature is called The Name of the Doctor. Oh, I'm going to read you nice. the synopsis and then I'm going to break down a couple things. So in the episode, an entity called the Great Intelligence, if you remember the dude in the top hat who, is a, who came in her very first episode, mm-hmm. uh, Kidnaps Victorian area detectives Madame Vastra and Jenny Flint. That's our underground lady, uh, lizard lady person and her lesbian mm-hmm. wife. Uh, and their butler Strax, who looks like a giant potato. Uh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> or a thumb, whichever one you want. Uh, to force their friend. He's a diglet. He is, oh my God, he's a diglet. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> What if Diglett is just a bunch of Strax <laughs> under Doug the ground? Exactly. That's hilarious. Uh, so they get kidnapped uh, to force their time-traveling alien doctor to go to the planet Trenzalore, the site of the doctor's future grave, which we have been hearing about since Tenet times, if not before. I know. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. the first time I heard it. Uh, the yep. intelligence plan is to trap the doctor... And then force the doctor to open a door in time so the intelligence can reverse all of the doctor's victories, undoing all of the good that the doctor did. And one of the, what the coolest part about that is, is we get to see Trenzalore. And we get to see his mm-hmm. grave. And his grave is essentially a giant fucking TARDIS that's gone mm-hmm. awry. Uh, Clara makes it to Trenzalore. She's guided by none other than River Song, which is mm-hmm. amazing. We never thought we'd see River again. And we did. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this is the episode where Clara, in order to save the doctor's life, Clara jumps into the doctor's time stream and is Mm -hmm. split up into a million pieces. And she has a conversation with with River. And it's like, you'll be you'll be split into a million different yous. None will be the real one. Mm -hmm. 
And she says, well, I'll be real enough to save him, won't I? And then you see her essentially go and meet every single incarnation of the doctor and stop the intelligence or move the like move him out of the way or get him away from the intelligence somehow so that he can't undo his victories. And then she's still alive at the end of it. She comes back. The doctor jumps into his own time stream and saves her. Mm-hmm. And at the right before that happens, though, we get one of the greatest moments, I think, in Doctor Who history. When the whole time, essentially, River Song is dead at this point. But she is talking to the doctor as a remnant of her past, a recording of her past, a, a copy of her mind. And we think that only Clara can see her. And then the doctor turns to her and basically says, I've been able to see you the whole time. It was just too painful to let you go. And then they kiss mm. and she's gone forever. Fucking hell. I just got chills saying that out loud. It See, is so did I. An just amazing, talk about it. amazing episode of any TV show, period. When I made the decision to have you pick, I immediately thought of this episode and said, hope he picks this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a g- And then I didn't say anything about what you should pick. I didn't want to show my hand at all. I'm like, let me just see what happens. It's a great episode. I mean, it explains mm-hmm. her, her being. She's the impossible girl. Why is she in the impossible girl? How is this possible? This is mm-hmm. how. She made the impossible possible. And it, it just, it hits on all cylinders. It's funny. It's sad. It's cool. It's scientific-y. It's wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. It's just like when if you talk to people about watching Doctor Who, like this is a prime example of when the writing is at its best and the characters shine through and you get just a great story. Like perfect. Mm -hmm. Love it. So good. And I'm looking forward to watching on Tuesday. I think it's, it's a great pick. I've got nothing else to add. You you remember more details about the episode than I do, but it was one of my favorites when I was watching the Matt Smith run. I look yeah. forward to seeing it again. I had to look up. I was like, how the hell do you spell Trenzel? I had it Transalore for some reason. Mm. I had to go look that up, but I was everything else was right there at the top of my mind. As soon as you said, like, what's your favorite episode? I'm like, boom. Like, what's one that I would tell the world to watch? That one. It means it nothing is. if you haven't seen the beginning. <laughs> like, if you don't know her yeah. story, right? But if it's it's the culmination of their year together in my mind right right oh man that's so good so good i might let you pick more often yeah maybe no more than once a week i'm not just a cute face and a tight ass you know what i mean no you were definitely not any of those things so moving (laughs) on to wednesday (laughs) damn walked walked right into that one oh yeah wednesday have you ever watched a handmaid's tale nope i've heard good things i've heard bad things oh really yeah, well, I've, I mean, I've heard it's great, but I've heard it's like kind of depressing. Like it's. Oh, okay, yeah, all like, right. That's that's that that sums it up right there. Okay, let's watch the trailer and then we'll I'll watch discuss. the trailer. Yeah. Miss Osborne, if you were returned to Gilead, would you be subject to danger of torture, a risk to your life, or a risk of cruel and unusual treatment or punishment? For June Osborne. You're better off without her. Everyone that helps her ends up on the wall. She has eluded your soldiers for 19 days. Find her and bring her to me. Do you have some secret, brilliant plan? I made a promise to hurt them. 
the way we heard. This morning, a plane left Gilead and landed at Pearson. There were 86 children on board. This will start a war. We came here to fight. No, you came here to fight. You can't save her. You understand that, right? Some women don't want to be saved. We're the ones we've been waiting for. She's public enemy number one in Gilead. She's not gonna last another week here. Perhaps she's fulfilled her purpose and it's time to move on. I can't. I gotta find her. Run! I gotta give up. How can I face him? Everything that has happened to her is because of me. She chose to stay in Gilead. I can't ask God for something that she didn't want. Everything has changed. The world is tilted on its axis. Freedom agrees with you. We are not free. You have destroyed my life. My family. My friends. My country. Ask for justice. So let me ask you a question. Based on that trailer and having not seen the show, you have any idea what the show's about? I was literally about to say, I have no idea what the show's about. <laughs> but that looks that looks like a bunch of shit's about to happen. Like uh-huh. that yeah. looks cool. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what so what's happening. You know, but. the basic premise without uh, carefully not trying to remember what what was a surprise in the show or not. But essentially it takes place in a dystopian America. Some, I will say, call them religious zealots. It's supposed to be taken in the over future? the entire country. Yeah, uh, like, or just like a dystopian one of those, future of, uh, like a dystopian version of current U.S. Let's just say not too distant future. Okay. So imagine, I, I don't remember if it was a virus or what, but essentially women stopped being able to give birth except for a, a select few. So all these, uh, wealthy kind of like religious it doesn't specify what religion but they they seem to be like people that take the bible very literally like stoning people when they've sinned you know that kind of stuff um they have they've started a revolution they take over and uh these men who are married and their wives can't have children they just take women that can and those are all the women that were dressed in red. Yeah. And they basically, they're like slaves, but, but they're also there just to, to bear children for the, for the family. Right. And then the family takes the kid and then they just pass them on to the next family. It's messed up. So uh, everybody in the show is trying to escape to Canada, essentially. Is Canada Freehaven? Yes. Well, if you can get there. <laughs> is Freehaven a word? I don't know, but I know what you meant by it. Yeah. But Safe where haven? we leave off at the end. Yeah, Safe Haven, there you go. So I jumped in in season two, I think, and just binged the hell out of it. Like, got hooked right away, and then when season three came out, I watched it week to week. And it's been a long wait to see what happens here, Mm. because, as I think you can just tell by the trailer, at the end of season three, she makes it to Canada. But I guess in this season, she decides to go back in to get revenge. So that's like you said, it looks like shit's about to hit the fan in this, because now she's not trying to escape anymore. Now she's going back. Mm. Um, 
I think either this is the last season or next season is, I think. I think it's one of those where they have an, they have an ending in mind. They're not just going to keep doing this until okay. people get bored with it. Which, I, you know, as we've mentioned, like I like. Good. So she won't so go to the I'm Phantom Zone. for the show to come back. Oh yeah. Find Don't her, get me find started. Your father. <laughs> so this one, this has won like a bunch of awards and shit too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's really good. I mean, just looking at the cast, that looks good. So. Yep. Give me that. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a shot. One of these days. I think they're dropping three episodes this week. I've heard. I don't know for sure, but I think they're they're doing the in the a thing that a, a certain other show that we like called Invincible. Oh, okay. Thing and called invincible invisible <laughs> you're the worst anyways they're doing what invincible did and dropping three episodes on the first day okay. i think i could be wrong i just heard you have to like be in a good place to watch it <laughs> like oh man it's uh yeah you the first, let's just put it this this way i watched it when i first time i watched it, i started watching I'm like this could never happen and then you start to think about it you go yeah this could happen uh a mike pence presidency and we're right we're right there dude right right that's what i mean like when when i started watching and i'm like this is a little far-fetched and then as you start to see how they got to where they got you go (laughs) those are the best movies that go not that far yeah maybe i need to go to canada now (laughs) right the show actually opens with them trying to escape to canada and and she gets caught she gets separated from her husband and, and child i believe uh-huh. And it's just fucking depressing from there because they're like racing through the woods and they're almost there. Here's the thing. It's in my queue. It's almost started multiple times. So I'm like, no, 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 I'm not yep. ready for that. You're not in the right pl- like, mind, headspace to watch yeah. that. No, I'm like, I was just watching Law and Order. I, I'm already a little depressed. Like, let's not, let's not go. Yeah. Man, speaking of Law and Order, Thursday, Law and Order is not on this week. Thursday. The show that comes on before Law and Order is doing a two-parter huh. in the same night. So they're I don't know if that's the reason they're bumping Law and Order or if they just lined it up this way, but we're not getting SVU or well, we are getting SVU, but it's a repeat. Um and we're no organized crime. So hmm. which is fine because there's a show that comes out on Friday that you told me actually comes out on Thursdays. I don't know how I'm getting it. I every every Thursday around six o'clock. It's there waiting for me. I, I think I happened to look last Thursday. I saw it too. So it must just be they they consider it a Friday release, but they're basing it off of a certain time zone and they just release it to the world at that point. Yeah. So and I haven't I haven't knows? I haven't called to complain. I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. Maybe it's like Greenwich Mean Time. When it yeah. becomes Friday, the show comes out. I like it. It was there. He just flies so fast that he's able to come back in time. There you go. So even though this show comes out Friday, my pick for Thursday is... Invincible. Are you up to date? Oh yeah, absolutely. So good. I still have so many questions, and every episode they introduce more things that I'm like, I mean, it is getting to the point that I think that they can wrap up the main story, but they've just got a lot. There's a lot left. Every every week there was some, like something new. I was like, well, this is a whole new thread. Well, there was some stuff revealed in last episode that I was like, oh, didn't call that. I had forgotten about the uh, the clones digging somebody up. I've just forgotten all about it. Oh. Did not know that. I remembered remembered them digging someone up, and then it just they didn't follow up with it in that episode. And it just disappeared. So when they uh, what what they what they resurrected uh, what's his what's his name? 
The Immortal. The Immortal. I was like, oh! And I was so tired when I was watching the episode that I dozed off and I woke up and The Immortal was back and I was like, oh, crap, rewind, rewind, rewind! <laughs> well, I remember them digging someone up, but I thought they were just going to use like DNA to create something. When they just dug him up and they like, they like clamped his neck together, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. 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 Great show. There's still so much left. I was like, really, we only have like one episode left. And I'm sure there's going to be plenty left for season two. But I feel like we've got to get some answers on the main storyline with his father. Yeah. Son, we need to talk. What I'm about to tell you will change everything. We got to know what's going on. Yeah. So good. So good. I mean, I knew it was going to end right there, and but I was still like, no, please don't. Tell me what it yeah. is first. Don't make me wait till next week. I was tracking the bar because I was like, I wonder if they're going to like credits and in the post credits kind of thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nothing. I was like, damn. They're just saving it all for an explosive season. Yeah. God, it's so good. So good. Here's the thing. You could easily translate that to an HBO Max show. I mean, it's basically the boys. It's very similar to the boys, like, but you yeah. could easily do it with like teenage stars and teenage janks and stuff. I mean, you could literally do like a shot for shot remake and it wouldn't yeah. even be that hard because they no. don't even do like super duper crazy shit. They've done crazier shit in the boys. Like you could easily do a shot for shot remake in live mm -hmm. action. I don't even, here's the thing. I don't even want it in live action. I love it as, it's I so love good. it as a cartoon. It's so good. It's so good as is. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason to. And I just love that the amount of voice actors who we know from things that oh come, out, come in and they wouldn't necessarily be the right look for the character or the right age sure. for the character they're playing if they did it live action. So if they do a live action, we wouldn't get all these people that we got. And so it's just, I, I mean, and, and because it's Amazon, I can tap the screen and go, who's that? I know that voice. Who's that? Yeah. I, I like that. that. I you know, that. I have to do that so much. I'm sitting here tapping the screen the whole time. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> I've done that as well. So I, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. And um, I'm so excited for the last episode, but so sad that it's going to be over for a while. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's no way this doesn't get a season two, right? Come on. There's no way. See, here's the thing. I've been afraid to look up anything about it, so I don't know how many comic book episodes, you know, how many, how many, what am I looking for? Issues there are. I don't know this way. If, there's a, if there's enough for a season two or three or five. I don't want to look at, I'll look that up on Thursday right, at seven o'clock. I won't tell you what I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't don't do anything. There. I won't say anything. I got to assume if there is enough to do anything more, they will do more because it's that good. Yep. I just hope the numbers But that's right. It's, it. it's got to be because as as far as I know, this is a like beloved comic, so the fans got to be coming in flocks. And as also as far as I know, I think it's pretty true. To the source material yeah so i don't think that people are watching this and getting pissed and i got to imagine for a cartoon like this where you're getting all these big names doing voices voices mm -hmm. i gotta assume they're doing it for they're doing it for you know bare bucks right yeah 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 they're doing it for like what's what's the word i'm looking for um scale yeah for scale like why they're they're not asking for a million i mean you come in you probably do a, an hour of adr and you're done you know like it's not yeah. crazy 
Well, and you figure because it's 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 written by the guy that made Walking Dead, and a lot of these people are from Walking Dead, so you can kind of see how like, yeah, I, I like him. I want to work with him. So they're doing it. I don't want to say as a favor, but it's like this is this is somebody who I want to work it's with. It's a this fun is a project. project. I want to be involved in. Yeah, and it's exactly. fun, and it's like it's it's voice, and you know, some voice work. I'm sure for Stephen Yeun, this is takes up a lot of his time. But for everybody else, a lot of times they have a couple lines in the episode, oh, yeah. and that's it. You know, a lot of them don't have huge huge roles but it's cool that it's such a diverse group of of actors that we know and you hear voices you know but huh. it 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 helps also to keep uh keep track of how many different characters there there are in this you know i think oh, yeah. when i start associating them with who their actor is like it, yeah it's just man so well done god well and the funny part for me when you hear you hear some of the actors and then you see who they're playing and you're like <laughs> you can never look play anything that. like him, but you, yeah, could, exactly, you can never play so that cool. guy. But, but, it, but that's yeah, why exactly. I love about voice acting. You're like, all right, you exactly. got an opportunity to play a character. Cause even as voice actors, you go in, you create a backstory. You think about what's your, what's my motivation. Like you still apply acting. Like I've watched documentaries about voice actors. I've listened to interviews of voice actors and they apply the same concepts as someone who's coming in and taking on a, a physical role where they're going to do a trilogy of movies. They still kind of apply a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You just have a couple hours in the booth and you go away, but you still got to draw from something. You still, you know, you don't typically go in and just do your own voice. Some of these people, most of these people are for the simple fact that they have iconic voices and they're (laughs) like, think of Jason Manzoukas, like his voice is great, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't have to play Rafi from the league. Like he doesn't have to play a crazy outlandish guy. His his voice does that for him. So he gets to play a brash young hero. That's mm-hmm. fun, but he would never be able to play that character in a live action. Movie. Exactly. Yeah. But he gets to now. And so he just is like, I'm going to have fun with it. What's up, bro? Like mm-hmm. he just goes after it, you know? I love it. God, I'm, when, I'm so when, enjoying this. When Rudy showed up, robots, human form. Yeah. And he loses his mind. <laughs> Everybody what has the all these shit questions. What's going on? You, you've been lying to us, but he's just like, but why do you look like me? <laughs> so good. It well, see, so and that's great. when he had taken his blood, and then when he was, I, I thought what he was doing was like creating a real body that had like all their powers, because yeah. everyone kept getting beaten up, and he, I don't remember, I don't know if I was maybe just associating that he was taking all their blood. So I thought he was like gonna be able to, you know, throw out stuff and like you know take the kinetic energy, potential energy, the kinetic energy, like gambit shit. I don't know if he was right. gonna be able to make shit explode and then turn into a big monster and then shrink down into a little ant and then multiply. Like I thought he was taking all their powers essentially. See, I went. I but had really, he was just trying to get his dick wet. Like that's <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. I had two thoughts. One was like you said. I'm like, okay, they only showed us take his blood from what was his name rex uh yeah yeah he takes rex's blood and and at first i was like so is it implied that he's done this to everybody else and i thought okay is he making a new entire new team or is he making like one superhero that has everybody's powers my other thought was if he's only taking rex's blood is he making a new rex that will actually like take orders and like yeah fall in line i kind of thought he was going that route and it was something completely different. He's just like, I need a, hu- yep. a new body. I'll take yours. <laughs> yep. And she kind of, she kind of got the hots for you. I'll take that look. Yeah. 
exactly. And when she's like, yeah, he did it for me. I was like, wow, this, this, I mean, I don't know. I haven't read every single comic book out there. So some of this stuff may have been done before, but it feels very fresh. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Compared to the storylines that I'm used to reading. Um, Oh yeah. And it kills me knowing that this comic was on the shelf every time I went in the comic store for, I don't know how long. And I always looked at it. I'm like, that looks cool, but I'm only reading DC and Marvel right now. And I just, yeah, not that I didn't think other brands had anything good. It's just like, I'm so invested in this stuff and I'm already spending so much money. I just, I can't take on another one. It's probably good. Damn. Yep. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Well, I'll say this in, in episode one at the very end when he, not episode one, Wait, does he fight in New York in episode one? Do they have the alien invasion episode one or is that episode two? I think so. I think, well, I think it's both. Is it, isn't it episode two when they come back or do they come back in three? I think the episode uh, one remember. is, well, I don't know. Cause he doesn't have a suit yet. I it might be episode two. Maybe it is. Whatever. Yeah. Whenever that happens. I mean, mm-hmm. oh God. Well, the ending of episode one's insane. Just insane. Right. Well, you know what? But it's hard to remember first time because they dropped see... three episodes on one night. So that's true. You know what I mean? So Fuck. it was on that first day. So I think it might have been two. Well, the very first time that that Mark goes out as Invincible to help fight and save people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what really got me was Mark zips in and blocks an old lady from getting shot up. Mm-hmm. And then he picks her up and he tries to fly away. But as he's flying, he gets shot down. He hits the ground, they roll around, and her legs are like shattered. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I have so much respect for this show because that would absolutely happen. Absolutely like, happen. Okay. Like, you got me. Like, and then they just started building even more from there. And I think that might have been episode. No, I don't remember. Fuck. See, I think off. the Whatever. reason I think it was episode two is because if what's what's the what's the name of the teen team? Is it just teen team? Teen teen team. Team team is the ones that went to fight, and I think it was because the guardians were already gone. And the guardians, I think you're all, right. the guardians all die at the end of the first episode. So why wouldn't they show up? And and that whole first episode, it was Mark getting his powers and eventually getting his suit. So I don't think he showed up to fight until the second episode. I think you're absolutely right. Ah. Just every episode is built. The great thing about the show is ju- it's absolutely rewatchable. Oh, I was just going to say that. I can't wait till the, w- the one thing I'm looking forward to about it being over is watching it again and then sitting yeah. down to read the comic. I might watch it. I might watch it all the way through binge style before I start the comic book just to en- enjoy and look for things that I missed or look for things I didn't realize they were setting up that I had forgotten about and that pay off later. And then I'll go, ah, look, there's that. So that when I'm reading the comic, yeah. I remember those things because it's a lot. I mean, a lot happens in a single episode. Oh yeah. So it's a lot to remember and keep track of. Well, and that's, that's one of the beauties about animation is like, just think about, think about the ending to episode one. Mm-hmm. When Darth Maul is fighting them. Ah, good one. Mm. Think about the ending to the episode one of invincible. Like, how long would that take to shoot that scene? Mm-hmm. How much would go into that? Totally. Like, it's crazy. But you can draw that in a couple hours, you know what I mean? Well, and when you're doing live action, like, you've got, you can only have so many locations, right? Just on budget. You can't just keep jumping around. Whereas animation, they're jump, they can, they can have so many different things going on at once because they don't have to worry about, like, we can't have 10 different locations in one episode. You're going to have to wait till episode three before you can go there. No, you can show us everything. <sighs> so good. 
so good. Well, and some of the action, some of the action would take so much effort to shoot, mm-hmm. so much choreography, like weeks of preparation, stunt work, line work, CGI. There'd be all this in there. Whereas, you know, yeah. and and sometimes you do crazy shit that can't be done at all in real life. There's no practicality in shooting it, so it's all CGI. And then sometimes when that when you have to do that, that's when you get like the Matrix Reloaded where you're fighting a bunch of dudes in a <laughs> courtyard and you look like a rubber band man. Oh. It doesn't come out well. It doesn't translate no. well or it doesn't hold up well. This style of animation will hold up for a very, Absolutely. if not forever. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, oh, Yeah, I can't say enough good things about oh. this. <sighs> I'll be right back. Wait, wait an hour. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go watch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not on yet, man. You gotta wait till Thursday. No, I was just gonna watch the last episode. Oh, uh, watch it again. It's just so good. Mm. Just wait. Wait till it's done and then binge it. You know oh, you. I you know you want to. I know. It's gonna be so sweet. Yes, I know. So that's what we're both watching on Thursday. No question. Oh, that little pause. You're like, I don't want to nope. let him talk here. Nope. So what's going on Friday? Friday. Well, usually I save new movies that come out on Friday for Saturday because we're watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. And this week I had said Friday won't be Falcon and Winter Soldier, so it'll be Invincible. But now that we know that comes out on Thursday, we can watch a new movie this week. And I'm picking Michael B. in Without Remorse. What's Michael B.? Michael B. Jordan. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. This looks so good. It does look so good. This has got to be the start of a new franchise, right? Oh, come on. It has to be. I don't know why you would create a vehicle for Michael B. Jordan without the option for a franchise to be built into it. Sure. I mean, he's he's big, and I think he's only going to continue to get bigger. He's just like, it's a, it's a what do I always say about The Rock? Ooh. A license to print money? <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be the same thing here. So, and you figure this is Amazon. They, they, they have Jack Ryan already, so they're already doing Tom Clancy stuff with the thought of going along now here's the thing i know what you're thinking i think his character may have already shown up in jack ryan played uh, by somebody else possibly or there's a character that's based on this but that doesn't mean they can't change their mind later and go no 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 no. that, that wasn't him this is him let's cross these guys over that's what i was hoping for when 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 you told me about this because you i think you told me about this first and i was like yeah. oh tom clancy on on amazon isn't jack ryan on amazon yeah. And I was like, hmm. I mean, they can just, you know, cross the streams a little. But they're going to be like, um, well, technically our movie universe doesn't intersect with our TV universe. Thanks. I needed the internet voice. <laughs> I haven't heard him in a while. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, let's watch this. What we know, Senior Chief Kelly is the third member to be attacked. Three perps are dead. Also killed was his wife. They better hope he doesn't survive. Why's that? He is more dangerous and effective than any man we have in the field. These were foreign attacks on U.S. soil. We have to respond. We're gonna make it right. 
There's something inside of me that, that I can't turn off. A part of me that won't stop for anything. No remorse. Has it occurred to you that perhaps John Kelly has done something we can't? Some situations warrant thinking outside the box. Give me a name. He was supposed to be dead. Give me a name. So good. There's another trailer that came out after this one, too, where it shows them like. Um, I guess it's later on in the story where after all this shit happens, I don't know if it's like right after that, but he like goes to jail and it's like him sitting in his jail cell and then a lot of the same dialogue like overlaid, Mm -hmm. but he literally, he, uh, he like clogs up the toilet or whatever so that the, there's water coming out in the water. Like there's water all over the floor and then you just see him all killmonger status, right? Just all ripped and yoked, just like loosening up, getting ready and he's just takes that stance of like, I'm going to fuck anyone up who comes in the cell. Yeah. And like three or four like guards come in and he just beats ass. And then he's sitting on the bed, like, <sighs> like after he beat the shit out of a bunch <laughs> of guards, he's like sitting on the bed and they come in with a phone and he starts talking to like, I'm assuming the, who is it? The guy Pierce role. I think is mm-hmm. it was in the movie. Is it guy Pierce? I think so. Look like him. Yeah. I guy haven't Pierce. looked up anything I think else about this movie, except the little bit that I read to see if it was going to cross over. And I found nothing yeah. definitive except, and I, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to read anymore. The only reason I sat is it, they put that and then it, it looked like he like gets out of jail and then he goes on this rampage. Mm-hmm. So I don't know which one's the real, I don't know what the real timeline is. Right. But it just was like a badass scene. It's like, well, this dude is sick. And they kind of show in this one when he's like in the pool and he like brings the guy down and kills him. Then all of a sudden fires out and shoots another guy. And when he's saying like, there's something in me I can't turn off. It's like, dude, this guy is like crazy badass. Yep. Like, oof. who lights a car on fire and then, and gets, then gets into in it? it. <laughs> it's like, give me a name. <laughs> Swear to me. Exactly. Oh, he's my crazy. God. It looks good. It looks so good. Well, that's my pick for Friday night. No Falcon, no Winter Soldier, but this will do the trick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to get some, it's like Friday nights are action nights. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, something a little lighter for Saturday. Saturday. You familiar with Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown? No. Well, you're going to be. It's coming to Hulu. Okay. May 1st. Oh, is this a new one? Nope. (laughs) Okay. Well, I remember, who is it it that you were saying was coming out with the new, a Uh, couple new Charlie Brown things? Apple TV Plus has the rights to all the new Snoopy stuff. This is a movie I loved growing up. I, I I don't want to say it won't hold up because I already know the parts that, I mean, there's some parts that are just super low budget. Like you can hear them replaying dialogue and stuff, you know, Hmm. but it's just, it's just so good if you grew up with it. And that's why I'm recommending it to everyone, whether they grew up with it or not. Cause you know, yeah. After you've watched Michael B on Friday night, and uh, Invincible on Thursday night, 
something a little light. Just chill on the couch on Saturday and turn your brain off and watch a little Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Is this like Death Race 2020? It's exactly like that. Awesome. Good grief. It's Charlie Brown and the whole Peanuts gang in another full-length feature cartoon called Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Now you can see all your favorite comic characters in the most exciting Charlie Brown adventure of all time. And it all happens at Camp Remote. Get a load of this kid with a weird name. Charlie Brown! Being away at camp and on your own can be lots of fun. Oh, good, great! It means getting up early. I don't get up at five in the morning. Maybe I should resign. And roughing it in the wilderness. Attention, attention. Turn out for PT. It teaches discipline. Up, two, three, four. Survival in any kind of weather. You know what? Physical coordination. I wasn't born to be a potato. And a sense of fair play. Camp can give a boy a sense of leadership. I could use leadership qualities. You couldn't lead a dog on a leash. We're number one, and don't you forget it. But um, when you're number two, you try harder. And Charlie Brown is determined to win Camp Remote's annual downriver race. Making the way down the Charlie Brown. It's the movie that has everything you want to see. Suspense. Excitement. Danger. Friendship. And the most thrilling race of a lifetime. It's all in... Race for your life, Charlie Brown. That was worth it for the trailer alone. <laughs> Remember when trailers so, used to be like that? <laughs> no, I never no, once saw a trailer like that. <laughs> when I was growing up, all trailers so, were like that, not just animated movies. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I get it. Charlie Brown, usually when you don't have a lot of uh, adults around, mm-hmm. how does this camp not have any counselors? I know, right? Um, How are no other counselors going on these rafting trips with them? I'm trying to remember what if kind he... of what kind of just absolutely abhorrent camp is this? Is this camp death? It might be. Is this where you send your kids when you don't want them to come home? Like maybe a bear will eat you, or you'll fucking fall down a river. See, I was thinking about that. Like I'm going to watch this on Saturday for the first time as an adult and see it through adult eyes. And I'm going to realize they've got some terrible parents. Oh, my God. Cool dog. Terrible parents. Oh, yeah. Cool dog. Very cool dog. You know the thing about Charlie Brown is you never see the adults and you never hear the adults. They just sound like a trumpet. Wah, so I wah, can't wah, even wah. remember if there were camp counselors that you hear from like off screen. Although, wait. 
I think I think even the announcements in the camp were like a kid's voice over the, the loudspeaker. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look. Yeah, this. I'm gonna have to watch this again. That was that was a kid. That was a kid's voice coming over. Yeah, who's running this camp? It's camp remote. It's remote from adults. The the adults are like they remote in via Zoom. <laughs> Just watch their and kids. they teach. <laughs> I mean, this film is like a lot of like. 80s teen movies that that involve sports there's always the bad kids like the bad guys that have the the most money and like so their boat was like all high tech and had oh, like yeah. radar and sonar so you know what you're getting you know exactly what you're getting and just throw in some really uh, low budget animation <laughs> you get a nice treat for a saturday here's, afternoon here's the thing mm-hmm. yes low budget but there is something very nostalgic about that totally one. Like, exactly this kind of looks this kind of looks fun <laughs> <laughs> it is it's totally fun I'm like, all right, all right. So that's my pick for Saturday. Race for your life, Charlie Brown. It's a, it's, here's the thing. Took about two thirds of the trailer to get to the race. I was like, where's the fucking race? What (laughs) is he racing for? It's pretty much how the movie goes too. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, you you got anything you want to recommend for this week? Mm, No. You can't say Snyder Cut. You can't say Invincible because I already said it. And Law and Order is not on. So maybe we covered it all. Do I do I actually have to say something? No. I said, do you? Okay, no. I didn't say, what do you recommend? No. I said, do you? No? All right. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Wait, I do oh, have one. I knew um, Super Girlfriends 2. That's coming out pretty soon. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan's supposed to be coming back for a sequel titled Rainbow Six. Well, that's awesome because that's the game book. book? Yeah. It's the game. And I guess the, I can't remember if it was the well, book first. I think it was the book. Book then game. The game was based on... And the game was a huge franchise, so that makes perfect sense. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen this movie yet, but just watching the trailer, I'm, I, I already know I'm going to want another one. Oh, yeah. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. It's going to be really good action, and it's Michael B. Jordan. So I'm in. They would have to try so hard to fail on this one. Have Have you watched Fahrenheit 451 with him? I have not. I haven't either. I really want to. I, I should sit down and watch it. Hmm. I just don't know. That movie did not get like... I feel like it did. I feel like I don't know. I don't remember. But I feel like that movie did not get like any promotion. But I know what the story is about, and I mm-hmm. love him. To your point earlier, like it's Michael B. Like, why wouldn't you watch it? You know, right. like I don't know anything that he's been in that I haven't actually liked. Even Same. stuff that hasn't been commercially successful, I still don't know anything that's been like bad. You know, quote unquote. Well. Or, or would you say, even if the movie's bad, you liked him in it? Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Wait, he was in Fahrenheit 451, wasn't he? I think so. Was he it's not? not on his Wikipedia. I mean. Oh, it's, it was a movie. It was a show. It was a, a show. TV show. I thought it was a movie. I did too. I thought there was a movie version of this. Oh, 2008 film or 2018 film with Michael. Yeah, this is film. Oh, HBO. Is that why they're considering it TV? I'm so confused. Release. Hold on. I am too. So I'm like, what? No, it's a movie. It was produced by HBO films. Why the fuck is this listed as a TV show? So there's literally this Fahrenheit 451 2018 film, and on his on his LinkedIn, on his LinkedIn, <laughs> <laughs> are you connected with Michael B. Jordan on LinkedIn? I should. On his 
On his Wikipedia, it's listed as a television show. That's so fucking, on the film. They're calling Wikipedia? it a television film. That is not a television film. It was distributed by HBO. It's a film. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it shouldn't it was, be listed whoever, as a TV show. I gotta log into my uh, my Wikipedia login, my credentials, and fix that. And update some shit tonight. Well, hell, that I'll tell me. you what, like, dude. Did I just talk completely out my ass right there for a second? I was like, whoa. I was like, I know he likes to burn shit. Oh, he was Johnny Storm. Right. Uh, well, I'll check. And if this movie is still available on HBO, and I can't find something next week, it this is. might be. It. I said I'll it check. Is. All I right, was, it's in my it's in it's in my list. Okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Whatever day I can't find a pick for next week, guess what I'm going to pick? Fahrenheit 451. No, Super Girlfriends, Part Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line at popcultureforecast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at popcultureforecast and on Twitter at popculture. The number four, cast. Pop Culture Forecast is a proud member of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. For more information and to find other great podcasts, visit radiofreepodcasting.com. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Pop Culture Forecast. And until then, start making your plans to move to Canada now. Let's face it, it's only a matter of time, right? I am one with the podcasts. The podcast is one with me. Look to the podcast and you will always find me there. We're zen as fuck right now. Tuesday is... Hold on. I'm, I'm starting to fucking get hot in here. And this isn't some like, look at what shirt I'm wearing. I really am just warming up. I'm like... I literally I literally looked at your shirt. I was like, what are you wearing? No. Oh, okay. I was and like, I wait, you. before okay. I get into this, I'm like, I don't want to do this during. Boy. So you should just cut in that zip and like, oh my God, Patrick, put that away. Well, I have the zip and now I have you saying that. So I can put that on the back <laughs> end. Hey, oh, <laughs> uh. Tuesday. <laughs> God damn it. I said, don't make me laugh, motherfucker.